Hi, and welcome to my podcast. Today, I'll be talking about subcultures. Subcultures have been really important in our history as society, and most of these subcultures have initiated um, different social movements. The subculture I'm going to be focusing on is Harajuku. Harajuku is named that way because between the 1980s and the 1990s, it was the most famous Hokoten in Tokyo. Hokoten means pedestrian paradise, which is a place that does not allow cars or traffic, so um, people can mingle with each other. Um, Harajuku was a popular hangout spot for youth who were in, interested in building their own subcultures. And it was to contrast the very rigid Japanese societal ideas that, well, Japan had. Um, this was um, in the form of fashion, and it became a place where subcultures like Lolitas, Gyarus, Visual Case, and Bososokus could coexist and just express themselves. Something I think I need to add is that I don't think Harajuku is a subculture per se because um, it includes like various subcultures, not countercultures, but it was more of the place where these subcultures hang out. But um, I think um, now, nowadays, uh, the term Harajuku is uh, the subculture for different countercultures that were... Now I'm going to talk about a little bit about the countercultures of this subculture. I'm going to start with Lolita. Lolita fashion is probably one of the most recognizable styles in Western and Asian countries. Um, this is heavily inspired by Victorian dolls and also it was created to counterpart the culture that exists in Japan mostly, that is the fetishizing of adults who look like children. So Lolita uh, exaggerates this, the feminine, femininity and um, the clothes that they wear are sometimes that you would put on a child. It discredits the pedophilic views of lolitas. Also, there are various styles of lolitas. There's gothic lolita, elegant lolita, etc. There's just 
Now I'm going to talk about Visual K. Visual K is a style that emerged in the 1980s that is mainly based of rock, Japanese rock, and it is it combines an androgynous look and over-the-top makeup and meticulously styled hair. And this is this style also created uh, music bands and it was to encourage the self-impression, the self-expression and the overall lack of boundaries because visual K is something that you would never see a traditional Japanese person wear. It was really a revolutionary style since it broke all the clothes, all the fashion rules of Japan. I just talked about two countercultures, but there are a lot more, and they are all really interesting. They are really different, but they have the same objective. I think uh, Harajuku fashion is really interesting because of the very rigid culture we see in Japan that has like long work hours, the societal pressure to be successful, and that it has a lot of percentage of debt from overwork. And I think uh, all the younger Japanese people felt trapped in this system and were looking for a way to express themselves and Harajuku cells are all connected with this large, large ideology that contrasted the main the mainstream Japanese thought which is you have to always be um, really serious and have these specific rules and if you if you break them you are a failure and I think that is why I chose Harajuku because it's really interesting how through fashion they could express this ideology. I would definitely love to be part of this subculture and but nowadays is not so common and it is a subculture that it's considered death but I think that some people are still practicing it and well lolitas are the ones that remain relevant now to conclude uh, today's topic I think subcultures have been really important throughout history because they mostly come with social movements and ideologies that can really help us change things. Uh, for example, punks um, are really important because they fight um, neo-Nazis or Harajuku that wanted to look for a way to of 
for young Japanese people to express themselves. Um, subcultures are important and we should really respect them all and understand that you can make a change um, through different factors, not only politically, but also through fashion or through art. Also, most subcultures uh, welcome everybody to join and most subcultures are also good. They fight for what's right and for the equality of everybody. We are all part of subcultures, whether we like it or not. And after all, we are all part of the same culture. so much for listening and today's recommendation is a book. The book is called The Art of Racing in the Rain by Gard Stein. This is a book that tells from a dog's perspective the strength and the growth they have. It also really explains that bond we share with our pets and the unconditional love we have between them. I really like this book because as a pet owner, um, they are really important. They are like part of my family. And I think this book really made, made me feel emotional because it is true how we connect so much with our animal that um, maybe it maybe even is your soulmate. Like, the love you experience to a pet is really different and really strong. It doesn't break no matter what. Thank you so much and see you next time. Mm -hmm.